What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Can you imagine if this goes to a game seven and Kyrie can't play because it's a home game and he's not vaccinated? Do they tank and get a lower seed just so they're not the home team in the Eastern Conference Finals? I mean, if, 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 if it means having Kyrie James. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Fucky, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Welcome back to What's Burning. Happy New Year's to everybody out there. Jack, it's 2022, baby. Let's get to it. Back to work. You got any resolutions? Oh, man. Uh, none, man. Just continue to win. Continue to help people. And, uh, you know, continue to stack this paper, baby. It's not bad. That's not bad. Let's get right into it. Our first segment, Contender or Pretender. We're starting off with my surprise pick of the season. The Chicago Bulls are sitting at the top of the Eastern Conference. Won eight out of their last ten. Seven in a row. They went uh, 10-2 and two during December. Levine and DeRozan are leading the team at 26 points a game. Bujacic is at a double-double. Lonzo and Kobe White playing well off each other. Alex Caruso is out here just, mm-hmm. I think, leading the league in steals. Jack, obviously this team is surprised. Do you think they're a serious contender in the Eastern Conference this season? I love the success. I think they're one of the hardest playing teams in the league. Six games maybe against the Nets or, or Bucks. I still got the next Nets or Bucks coming out the East. But this team is definitely shocking. Shocking the Eastern Conference, shocking the NBA right now. And uh, DeMar DeRozan, two back-to-back game winners. These guys are balling. Yeah. I mean, I think more than ever, this this shit is all about luck and who's healthy at the right time. I think this team, they 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 shout out to the, the management. They've been able to put pieces together that have come together seamlessly with no egos. Picked up Vujicic last year. Vucevic, excuse me, fifth in offensive efficiency, 12th in defensive efficiency. They continue to get better. I really like this team, and I think my favorite thing about them is they play hard as fuck. And when you play hard, you're always going to give yourself a chance to win. So I definitely put them up there in the conversation with the Nets, the Bucks, and probably the Miami Heat as who will represent the Eastern Conference. So it's going to be fun to watch. Do we believe in the Cleveland Cavaliers? I don't even think it's so much believing in them. 
I just I'm happy for this team, man. They they they've kind of built something over there post LeBron with a lot of young talent. Currently fifth in the East. I don't think anyone saw that. They just picked up Rajon Rondo. All they they lost Ricky Rubio, who was playing really good for them. Um, Kevin Love's been playing of late, but we'll get to him a little bit later. Jack, what do you like about this young Cleveland team? Well, first, I'm just happy for Bigger Staff. Bigger Staff was around. We was around. He was always one of those coaches that came over and spoke to the opposing team, and you know, just just was a fan of the game and somebody that I, that I always had respect for. So I'm happy for him. But just for the most part, just to see this organization going in the winning direction, you know, so much they 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 went to a real a, 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 a major low, you know, when when they lost um, LeBron. So just to have them back in the winning field, to see things going in the right direction, is a good look. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they got a young, talented team. I think Rondo is only going to help those young players. But Darius Garland, I like Mobley, young talent at the USC. Jared Allen got $100 million, been playing great. Marketing, uh, Ozeman, this is this is a fun team. And again, excited. Uh, Bickerstaff got a multi-year extension through the 26-27 season. So congratulations to him. But I just like, again, that this team has found a direction and a new young foundation. And uh, they can kind of start rebuilding post-LeBron because when he left the first time, they were terrible. When he left again, they went back in the gutter, and now they're really starting to kind of find a new identity outside of him, which I think is important for that franchise. So best of luck for them. Next up, the Memphis Grizzlies currently sitting at fourth place in the West. Another pleasant surprise. Got five dies and double figures. Very deep team. They're seventh in points per game, second in rebounding, and ninth in assists. So they shared the sugar. And everybody's eating over there in Memphis. This team played really well while Ja was out, struggled when he got back, but he closed out the year strong, averaging nearly 35 a game in the last three games, all which were wins. I like the depth. I like how hard this team plays. Can they make any noise and spoil some people's plans in the playoffs this year? I think they have the upset capability. They can do it. I think they can upset a team in the playoffs. I don't I don't see them coming out the Western Conference, but I think they can ruin somebody's season or early season. But I, I definitely know that when the playoffs start, that that their rotation won't be nine no. won't be nine players. It'll be more seven to five. Seven. I mean still from yeah. seven to eight. But um to see that they have a deep team, to see these guys be able to hold it down when Ja was out, that didn't do nothing but make them better and it's gonna make them prepare for the for the playoff run. Okay. I like this young team, very deep. They play hard. I could either I could easily see this team getting a tough five matchup and, and losing in the first round, and I could also see them messing around and making it to the Western Finals. They're, they're, they're that kind of team um, mm -hmm. from a standpoint of depth and playing hard with a lot of young talent, and they don't know no better, which is a good thing sometimes. So it'll be interesting to see how this team, you know, stay healthy, obviously most important, and, and see how they finish out. Um Heading into the playoffs this year. Next up, we got some of the best players in the world coming back to their teams. Let's start off with Kyrie Jack. He'll be his first game this Wednesday against the Indiana Pacers. Could only play road games. I think it immediately it's going to make a nice impact. But I want to talk to you after you give your opinion what you think it'll be like in the playoffs when he only gets to play half the games. But go immediate impact for Kyrie returning to this team. Yeah, I mean... I'm a fan. That's my little brother, so I'm happy to see him back on the court uh, where he wants to be. I know uh, KD has definitely shown how excited he is to have him back, but that's what he's one of the best basketball players in the world. So of just seeing him be able to do you know, what he does best and what he loves to do, regardless if it's half the time, at least I can see some of it. Yeah, I'm interested to see because, you know, 
barring injury, this is the first time that basketball has somewhat been taken away from him. So I wonder now, like, where his appreciation for the game is now. You know, I've, again, we've talked about it on the show. You know, we respect his decisions and, and, and what he feels is right for him and works for him. But I want to know where basketball is at on his priority list. Like, is, is it one? Is it some? Because when he's locked in, there's no one better on the planet. You know, so I want to know. I think his team obviously wants to know, like, are we going to be able to count on this guy every single night? And if he is locked in and they can't count on him, obviously this is a huge boost for this team that, that definitely needs a boost right now. So getting these these big three playing together, again, we, I think we only saw, what, eight or nine games last year play together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Katie almost took these guys to the finals when they both went down with injuries. So to really get a chance to see all three of these guys, whether it's half the games or whatever it may be, is definitely going to be a treat for all of us. So I'm excited about that. He says he's locked in, man. I think for the most part is everything that's went on and him not playing, you know, it was new to him. It was a shock to him. He right, didn't know how to handle right. he didn't know how to handle none of it. You know, being away yeah. from the game and and dealing with all this stuff. So it, it took a toll on him too. I mean he, you know, we all know he's human, but um it, it took him to a place where where he didn't know what to expect. But to be back on the court, I know that's gratifying for him. Oh, man, I know it's going to be scary, too. He's been waiting and watching this whole season, so you know he's going to be full of energy, man. So I'm excited for him and his team um, for him to get back in the lineup this week. Clay is scheduled to come back um, this Sunday. Hopefully that'll happen. I'm excited for him. The guy's missed about two and a half years, Jack, so it'll be interesting to see uh, where he's at uh, with it. But he's been practicing with the team, and I, I say you can't, you know, you can't simulate the NBA game by anything but actually playing in the NBA game. So we'll see what he's looking like when he gets back on that court. What does this mean for the Warriors franchise? It, it, they were already one of the best teams in the league, one of the best teams in the West, probably the best team in the West, the best team in the league at times. To know they got one of the best shooters to ever lace, up, lace them up coming back. You see him on IG, hit 37 threes in a row. It's going to be scary, bro. They were already a championship team. Draymond is playing like an MVP. I don't know why people not talk about him being the MVP, but to see this team play the way they've been playing and get Clay back, scary time. I mean, I think we live in a society so much of what have you done for me lately. I think people forget about Clay, and I think he was left off that top seventy-five list because he hasn't played in two years. But this is someone who well, Kyrie was too, though. Right, you've had thirty-seven points in one quarter, sixty points in twenty-nine minutes. Like Clay is on another motherfucking planet, man. So I'm happy. For him to uh, be back, um, I'm hoping he can stay healthy. Um, you're adding fuel to the fire. Like you say, the best team in the game already is getting one of the best players back. So hopefully, you know, they, they say he's supposed to start at about 18 minutes a game and eventually work his way up, man. So I'm excited to get this guy back on the court uh, and see that. But he, and, and he's going to start too, Matt. Oh, yeah. No, that's no bullshit. You know, Coach Kerr is dope. You know, Coach Kerr is not with the bullshit. Clay's a starter. Clay's a Hall of Famer. Clay's when he comes back, even though he's been out two years. Uh, he will be a starter, so they move Jordan Poole to the bench so he can start getting acclimated. But he's, to me, he's one player who's kind of really found. Actually, they've got two players, but Jordan Poole is a young player that I think has kind of really found and, and, and really made the most of those minutes um, in the starting role. But I like what Wiggins has been doing over there. Wiggins has been Thanks. playing his ass off, and it, everyone's always like, what if, or, you know, if you can get this guy to play? And we've talked about him on the show before. He's really showing who he is and, and what he could be to this team because I didn't necessarily see – his fit with this team when they first picked him up. But now that he's actually in his bag and doing his thing, like this dude is a hell of a player and this only makes this team better. So look out. Especially Two defenders instead of one. Wiseman's coming back too. Another big agile body. So 
It'll be fun to see uh, this Warrior team at full strength, and, and, and they already have the best record in the league, too, so don't let them get fully healthy. Next up on the radar, presented to you by DraftKings. This Friday, we got an Eastern Conference showdown between the Bucks and the Nets. These teams, odds on favorite to come out of the East. The Nets are at 1.3 to 1 odds. Bucks are at 3 to 1 odds. And the Dark Horse, the Bulls, are at 13 to 1 odds. And this is another good playoff rematch from last year. They were uh, a toe, a long toe away from going to the finals. KD is being KD at nearly 30 points a game, eight rebounds, six, almost six and a half assists, 52% for the field. I mean, he's he he is who he is. James Harden, his last four games since returning at nearly 36 a game, 12 assists, 11 rebounds a game, three triple doubles. James is starting to return into form. Unfortunately, Kyrie won't be able to play in this game because it's a home game for the Nets. Uh, Giannis, since he's returned, has been killing all wins. Last four games, 33, 11 and a half, and nearly seven assists. Uh, shooting the ball a lot better from the free throw line. Jack, tell me about this matchup, and this could this be the matchup we see in the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, yeah, I just, you know, the series changed last year when, we, when Kyrie went down. You know, when uh, he sprained his ankle, that whole series changed. So we know what it looks like without Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? And it looks like a Bucks win. But uh, it's a different year, different team, and uh, it all boils down to what team is healthy and who's on the court, just like it did last year. But can you imagine if this goes to a Game 7 and the Nets are the number one seed, Game 7 Eastern Conference Finals rocking at Barclays, Jay-Z and Beyonce in the front row, a lot of other motherfuckers are there, and Kyrie can't play because it's a home game and he's not vaccinated. Yeah, that 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 would that would completely suck. But I think for some <laughs> reason, that, yeah, that would that would just suck ass. That'd but I think fucked. for the most, I think James and KD will rise to the occasion this year. Do they tank and get a lower seed just so they're not the home team in the Eastern Conference Finals? I mean, if if if, if it means having Kyrie James, and <laughs> that's KD what I'm together, saying. Fuck you, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. This, you this, right. This, does Coach Nash set him out at the end of the season and, and let them slide a spot or two? No, nah, but that would be crazy. You know, we talked about that on ESPN to like, what would it be like if if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals it's a home game for the Nets and, and and Kyrie can't play? You know, obviously, we all know how talented he is and, and what he means to this team. Luckily, you still have Katie and James, but, you know, they're obviously a better team with Kyrie. So that would be a, a really, like you said, would you say suck ass if that happens? <laughs> Suck ass, man. Next up, Secure the Bag, presented to you by Moneyline. Someone found Kevin Love, and this dude's been playing his ass off. Um, the December, he's averaging 22 minutes a game at 18.7.5 rebounds, shooting nearly 50% from the three-point line. Jack, this dude is owed a lot of money over the next few years. Let me tell you, this year, 2021, he's due to make $31 million. Yeetie! 20- 22-23, he's due to make 20, nearly $29 million. And 23, he's an unrestricted free agent. With this young team's kind of starting to find their way, is he a piece that you trade away and see what you can get? I don't think you'll get much for Kevin Love, but one thing about it, Kevin Love is somebody that every team would want. Absolutely. Um, considering it, considering it up for his experience, for what he's starting to, he's starting to get his – his legs back into the game and be the Kevin Love that we seen. We know he could do. I mean, I seen him give monster. Uh, I seen him give Blake Griffin uh, thirty eight, twenty six, and like nine or some shit like that. So, 
I know what I know what Kevin Love can Kevin do. Kevin Love and, is and, a monster. And, and, yeah, and it's good to see him be a part of the uh, the winning field, getting back in Cleveland. He's a big part of that. No, I'm happy for him. You know, this is always a good dude, brewing dude, uh, with just bad luck with injuries. But I, again, people quickly forget. Minnesota Kevin Love and how much he sacrificed going to Cleveland, but what kind of fucking number monster he was in Minnesota. So this dude's got a lot of game. Happy to see him. He's kind of finding his way, uh, being healthy. I think a lot of teams would love Kevin Love, but I don't know if they're going to take on that contract. So it'll be interesting to right. see if uh, he's able to get moved before the trade deadline. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. So John Wall, next up. 
hasn't played a game this season, played 40 games last year. Last full season was 2016-2017 season. He's owed even more money. Uh, 2021 salary is 44 million. 22-23 salary is 47 million. And in 23, he's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, with those kind of numbers and but again, he came last year and played. I want to say he averaged close to like 20 points a game last year, didn't he? He was really hooping over in in Houston, but they're going a new direction with the young talent. Do you see him being able to contribute with this Houston team or, or, or getting on another team this year? I don't see him working with Houston. I think those young guys, and they go in a different direction. I still think he could help a championship team, an NBA team. You know, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing him with the Lakers, you know, uh, or a team like that, that you got veterans and, and he can come and play a lesser role, still be a star, but play a lesser role. But uh, injuries has held him back a lot, and you don't know how it's going to be coming back after all this time, but... One thing about it, my boy got his paper. Yeah, he got papered out. But I think the only way he moves is is for a buyout. And I don't know if if that's in the cards. But, I mean, like I said, he came last year. And, and when he did he play, he played well. I want to say he averaged like around 18, 19 points a game um, after being out for nearly two seasons. So, you know, hopefully he's able to get back out there and do what he loves. But that contract is a monster. It's going to be hard to, to, to wiggle with that shit. Next up. Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, had an incident with assistant coach John Lucas and decided to leave the arena. Jack, we've all had our incidences with coaches. Have you ever left a game? That's crazy. <laughs> no. Uh, I've been kicked out from the bench right. and told go to the locker room, but I've never I've never left a game. Willingly, no. willingly, you've never just left the arena? No, never willingly, no. Uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, this kid's got a lot of talent, um, you know, Houston got him from damn near nothing uh, because he had trouble in Cleveland. I want to say he's averaging right around 14 points a game this year and six six assists, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's due to make uh, a little bit over three million this year. He has an opportunity for an extension. Does he is he someone you extend? You know, he his his issues have been off the court and his uh, his his attitude. They say and kind of his mental approach, but a lot of young talent. Uh, do you see him as a part of the, uh, the future in Houston? Yeah, they just got they got to get the right people around him now. This kid has a lot of talent. Uh, he's one of the Seattle kids, so so we know he has a great group of uh, older guys that he could talk to with Jamal and Isaiah and Brandon Roy and those guys. For the most part, man, I think this kid can be a great pro. He just needs to have the right people around him now, and uh, because the, the the more money he make, the more money they start to throw at him. Different things arise, and uh, you might not know know how to deal with that with all the superstardom he's getting already. No, it's and it's just harder to talk to people as as they make more money if you can barely talk to them when they're not making as much money as he can. So I agree. I definitely think he needs you know some people to help break some of his just younger habits. I, I just think it's young habits, and this again speaks to our points. You know, what I mean, like there's no real vets in the league no more. Like these dudes are all pretty much the same age. So I mean, I feel him. I'm not you know, am I really going to listen to a motherfucker that's maybe two years older than me? Like I, like I would listen to someone who was 38 or 39, and I'm 23. Right. It's a whole different. It's a whole different dynamic, man. So yeah, I definitely hope uh, you know he lands on his feet from the mental aspect. And, and just kind of getting his shit together because the kid definitely has a lot of talent. Closing thoughts, Antonio Brown uh, decided to take his jersey off and left it on the bench, threw his T-shirt and gloves in the stands, and then had some high-top boots. He was waiting for an Uber ride in. Um, 
outside the Jets stadium yesterday. Thoughts on Antonio Brown? Big fan of Antonio Brown before the last two, three years. Uh, he been doing a lot, acting like a diva. For me, man, um, I was a big fan. I wanted him to go to Tampa Bay and win the championship and continue to, to win another one, and he did that. But what he did uh, yesterday, bro, just shows he don't want to play football no more. We'll never see him in the, in the NFL uniform again after that. They gave him a lot of chances. I gave him a lot of chances. I stood up for him. But that last move, when you're on one of the best teams in the league and have a chance to win the championship and you're worried about your personal shit, I lost a lot of respect for him. It's just it's interesting because you hear Tom Brady. I don't know A.B. You know, I mean, I'm obviously a fan of his talent on the field. You know, he was definitely on the way to a Hall of Fame career. Uh, he was just a handful of stats away from getting a big bonus um, as well. You know, you hear Tom Brady speak, and, 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 and people are saying this guy needs some help, you know, and it just kind of makes me think, like, you can't be this burnt out. You know, you mm-hmm. can't, it, it can't, it can't be this burnt out. And, and a lot of people say around him are saying that, you know, after that hit in 2017 that uh, Burfick put on him uh, in the Bengals playoffs, all this shit has been happening since then. So, you know, is it CTE? Is it. Just crazy, because I guess they say he also dropped a, a, a song, and it's kind of like making this like a cool situation. And, and, and to me, I think it's more of a cry for help, and I hope that he can get some, so not some yes men, because I think he has too many of those, just some real people that really care about him and can get their arms around him and, and guide him in the right direction. Because again, he pretty much just threw his career away this past Sunday, and you hate to see it, especially in, in, in someone that's so talented on the field, man, and, and, and has had a lot of chances. But I think this was probably the final strike right here so man praying for the best for this dude man i hope he lands on his feet and again because you can't never really speak to what's going on in somebody's head man everybody's fighting some sort of battle and and hopefully he can get some help if if he is really fighting some internal battles more breaking news becky hammonds becomes the head coach of the las vegas aces with a nice lucrative deal over there congratulations to her jack do you think Mm -hmm. um her or any women will become nba head coach in the foreseeable future uh, I'm not sure, man. I'm I'm just scared for any woman to coach in the NBA. I know how we are. Uh, I know with the with with the money comes different things, and you know you think you think you got players now that won't listen to some older guy that, that played in the NBA ten years. Just imagine somebody that never played in the NBA and she's a female. These guys have egos, no telling what to come out of their mouth. So. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for her with the WNBA. Uh, I think she's going to do, do great there. I just wouldn't want to put a woman in that position with so many high-ego athletes. Yeah, I, I thought it was a perfect situation if she were going to step in for Pop because obviously that the, the, the respect she's built with some of those players, DeJounte Murray, you know, a really big fan of her. So she's kind of got that respect in that in that organization but i agree to go into a fresh organization where sometimes it's hard to just keep anybody's head on straight let alone you know a woman um that's never played in the nba um trying to keep you know guys heads on straight so that'll be interesting but i definitely think she has the talent for it um i definitely think there's going to be a woman at some point so i think they're going to have to deal with it so if it's her congratulations uh, again on the w uh, the wnba job and um Man, yeah, best of luck. That's a talented team over there. They got a big uh, Liz Cambage over there, so hopefully she can get them back to the finals. Yeah, we need to get Liz on the show, too. Yeah, we do. Oh, man, well, that's it. You can catch what's burning every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. 
and their Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. Peace. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The, I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends.